Welcome to the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Your number one Orlando City podcast. For the fans, by the fans. For the fans, by the fans. Keeping you in the know on all things Orlando City since 2018. Welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den Podcast. I'm your host, Jason J.J. Jose, this week. And uh, I have three guys here with me. Um, one of them, man, I, I felt like, you know, we got him back like Junior Urso, you know, when he came back last year. Swag, man, welcome back. You've been a little bit gone or we haven't done together, you know, been together on a podcast in a long time. So welcome back, buddy. Thanks, JJ. Yeah, I, I agree. It's been a while. I was on a cruise, but uh, what'd you, did you like rent out a whole locker room? Yeah, man, I got the whole <laughs> locker room out here, you know, got over here Montino's thing. I got their jerseys. Yep, man, I got a studio now ready to JJ rock and roll. Like- with like the most insane upgrade in the history of, of podcast upgrades. <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm impressed. You're looking good over there, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Mike, what's happening, my man? Uh, chilling, man. Chilling. Um, uh, ready to advance in the CCC. Uh, CCL still sounds better. I'm going to be honest. Uh, and then we got a, a big fun one this weekend. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited, man. Good to be back with the boys. Yes. And then we have the, uh, the fastest guy on the podcast uh, because I injured my knee. Cleon, what's going on? Man, not much, not much. Um, ready for these games to get going, man. I'm excited to uh, get these things knocked out and 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 start start on this uh, double trophy run. All no right, jinx. no jinx, no jinx whatsoever. All right, let's go uh, real quickly and thank our sponsors right away. First off, we got. Fubo, Fubo TV, uh, for if you want to get a nice uh, deal, uh, as you can see right now on your screen, there's a QR code. They uh, basically have the best soccer. I mean, you any soccer you want, they have. They have the Spanish. They got the English Premier. They have uh, the French. I mean, they got any any soccer you want. Argentinian, Peruvian. It's on Fubo TV. Uh, use the QR code there. That's a little, uh, um, basically ties to us at Orlando Lions Den. Uh, it's one of our codes. So use the QR code there and subscribe to Fubo TV. Then we have our good friend Eddie with Comparian uh, Insurance Agency. Uh, if you need any uh, homeowners insurance or vehicle insurance or anything, Eddie's the man to talk to. Then we have Field Turf USA. Look Field at that Turf. picture, though, bro. Look at that yeah, picture. Yeah, do you like that? Uh, I'll, put, yeah. I'll put it back up. Look at that. We got to go. We got to roll back. He looks, <laughs> he looks like, good that's like, there. That's like out of one of them pregnancy ads, bro. When, when, when both of the parents are <laughs> making happy. When they all faking and the dad's got a smile. But like, hey, 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 hon, we're, we're pregnant. And the dad's got a fake smile. Oh, my God, Eddie. So, Eddie, with our Comparian uh, Insurance Agency. And then we got Field Turf USA, Field Turf. Uh, all the uh, fields that you see from uh, Atlanta United to the European Champions League to everything is uh, with the Field Turf. They have a basically grass and um, synthetic together um, type fields. Then we have our good friend Leo Gonzalez with Epic Mortgage. Leo, 
if you're looking for interest rates or anything or buying, getting a house or refinancing, get with Leo at Epic Mortgage. All right, guys. Let's Can I just talk. say something about the yeah. Eddie picture? He's he needs a he needs an updated profile picture. My man's dropped like like a hundred lbs since then. So he's dude, that's dude, right. dude, dude's dropped a whole free uh, whole preteen basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's a uh, shout out to Eddie. You need you need a new tell Liberty Mutual, Liberty Biberty. They need to get in your office and get some get some uh, get some photos, new pictures opportunities in there. All right, let's go uh, talk about Orlando City. Let's talk about our Champions Cup victory over Calvary in Vancouver Island uh, in uh, Victoria, British Columbia, Columbus, Columbia, sorry, uh, 3-0 victory. Uh, we had a full lineup to start um, the uh, CONCACAF uh, campaign there, and then uh, we had a first half goal by Duncan and another one by Facundo Torres. So we were up 2-0 at halftime, and then Facundo scores another goal to basically put it away for good, and we ended up winning 3-0. Easily could have been four to five goals in that game. Uh, we had we peppered them with about 13 shots at goal. So, I mean, we really uh, spanked them, and that's what we should have done. I mean, it is Calvary FC. Uh, basically from the Premier League of the Canadian uh, League. So uh, your thoughts, guys, on this. I'm going to go to Cleon. What did you guys think about this uh, first game um, against Calvary? 3-0 and uh, bringing it back home and basically have it all wrapped up. What are your thoughts on it, seeing the first game for Orlando City? Look like looked like exactly what I expected, a, a, a route. Um, they don't, they don't, they're not, they're not really in our level to be honest. But, um, so, I mean, I mean, you expect it, you expect them to come out and just run through a team like that. And that's what they did. Um, I expect to see more of the same tomorrow. Um, you know, we, we came out Duncan. Uh, oh my God. Oh, hate him, bro. Can we talk about it? Oh, hate him, man. Um, yeah. Hey, I've been saying it, man. Like we got to get that dude on the field, bro. You got to get that dude on the field and keep him on the field. But um, uh, he, you know he's make he makes things happen, man. He makes things happen. Um, I know Poppy. I know Poppy wants his. You know he wants his press. He wants his press. He wants his press out there. But you know sometimes you just got to go out there and you got you got to send a dog out there that's, that just wants to eat, man. You know what I mean? Um, maybe he don't want to go hunt the food down, but you know he you put it in the front of him. He's going. He's going. You know buffet line. He's going to kill it like he had Golden Corral or something, man. And that's what Ojeda does. You know what I mean? So so he's he's out there. He's making those, those crosses, man. He's got a he's got a pretty left foot, man. He's got a. I, I'm not a foot guy, but like he's got a pretty left foot, man. He, he gets some things in there, and and <laughs> he he gets some things in there, man. And, and he makes sure. He, I mean, he he really gets them, man. And and uh, Duncan, people are worried. I I don't know why. That's what that dude does, man. Yeah. He, um, I don't see what the concern was, but um, you know, he he's a smart guy. He's not gonna go out there and try to tank his transfer value like people. I don't I don't understand what people are thinking. I don't understand um, that either. <laughs> no, like like you know what I mean. That's his future, bro. He's gonna go out there. He's going. He's going. He's gonna do what he has to do. He's gonna go out there. He's on the field. He's gonna try to score goals. That's what he's tried to do. That's that's what he is. That's who he is. Um, just like Ojeda, same thing. He's gonna go out there. He's gonna. He's he's gonna get assists. I, I don't know how. I still don't understand how because he's 
you know, he's a very much shoot first dude, but somehow he he always ends up with an assist or 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 really close to it. Um, you know, he just gets numbers up, man. So in Faku, I don't know when people's gonna learn that dude's cutting in on that left. I mean, there's only one thing he's gonna do, and he's gonna shoot. So, um, but but I mean, I, I was happy. I was happy with the performance. I would expect. More the same, man. Honestly, I would expect more the same tomorrow night. Um, when they when they return here, um, may, I mean maybe maybe Poppy wants to you know maybe Poppy just wants to shut it down and park the bus, something like that. But um, it, it's all good, good man. I, I was very I was very happy. I was very happy. Sounds good, Swag. Your thoughts on the game? Your thoughts of uh, you know they brought in the uh, Kyle Smith. Uh, they're starting in that game. Um, your thoughts on all what went on there at Vancouver Island. Yeah, I uh I I I only wanted to watch I can only I, I wasn't paying for the Wi Fi, mostly for my own sanity. I go on cruises to get away. So I didn't I didn't I didn't watch the game live, but uh, I saw the highlights and it looked efficient. It looked like like you guys said it looked exactly like what we expected to to be done. Uh Cleon said Ojeda was eating like he's in a buffet. That was me and the wind jammer all week on the royal boat. It was some of the best food. So, but but yeah, I I, I was excited. I, I agree. We got to get Ojeda in the game more. You see what he did even in the second half uh, uh, this past weekend. Um, the game changes when he's on, and you know I've been saying it ever since we lost at Columbus last year when when we when we played the poppy ball. But you know it's like it's like we don't have we're, our team is so talented. We don't have to to be digging back to wait for an opportunity like you know we can go out and outscore people if we just put the forward foot down first you know so i i don't you know i'd rather win four three than tie zero zero or in the case of the mls cup playoffs last year lose you know one two zero i guess after you count the crazy horrible whatever last goal that was but you know, I, I I think uh we played efficiently. We did what we had to do, three zero. We can get some rotation going into a, a big match this upcoming weekend at, at uh into Miami, an early derby in the season. And and it's exactly what we need to do. So I definitely expect to see some uh some rotation. Hopefully Faku gets gets some uh some rest, you know, going into that, that Miami match. Um maybe we'll see some some Morial uh madness coming in, who knows? So but I, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I I I wasn't as high as everybody else. I, I thought it was going to be tough, uh, just mainly for the travel. Three thousand miles isn't easy, um, so I was I was pleasantly surprised to wake up and see the the three no result for sure. Mike, your thoughts on the game there in Vancouver Island? Uh, would you have kept the lineup? You know, we talked about uh, you know they had a full lineup, but uh, you know they instead he started. Um, Call Smith instead of uh, Dagger Dan. Uh, what are your thoughts on the game? Oh no, he started. Uh, he started Dagger Dan. The uh, issue was he start he started Kyle Smith at left back over left back. Yeah, it was Santos. Um, That's right. Which still weird, but uh, for that game, I didn't think it was going to be something that was going to be bad. Um, and it kept Santos fit for playing against uh, Montreal. So, um, and yeah, obviously. I mean, without I think we've mentioned it already, but brace from Faku, um, goal from Duncan, and Ojeda was a dog. So like, um, game up, and you know, it, it, the main thing was just the amount of travel, uh, and that amount of travel sucks. Um, so you know, it's a little bit of a uh, 
obviously a little bit of a pain in the butt to have to deal with all that. But um, it was a great performance, uh, as performance that we should have expected. Um, you know, that's one of those things. They're 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 a good team, but uh, the level of competition doesn't doesn't equate to that at MLS. So there was, uh, you know, it, it was it was a moment for us to go ahead and and just show our dominance. So uh, it was nice to see us do that. Uh, feel good about it. Um, and then uh, we're probably going to feel less good when we talk about the next game. So <laughs> yeah. Um... Basically, let's now talk about the next game, which was against Montreal. And let me tell you, uh, I didn't expect a 0-0 draw, but let's just go Pedro with four shots to keep Orlando. I mean, he, he saved our butts again, like always, the octopus. Uh, Cartagena got uh, the yellow card early, was taken off at halftime after that first half, a yellow card. And we'll talk a little bit about that probably a little bit later. Uh, Felipe goal was called offsides, which he was. Uh, I mean, I, I was right there. I saw it when uh, they brought it in. He was offsides. And then uh, the other one was offsides also. I think it was um, – who was it that scored Jacqueline. the goal? Jacqueline. Yeah, that one was offsides also. And, uh, you know, Orlando received three yellow cards. And – uh that was a uh, Duncan and Felipe were for descent, basically, you know. But we'll talk a little bit about the rest a little bit later on. But um, your thoughts, guys, on the game? Was it a surprise for you guys with the zero-zero tie? I mean, everybody's talking offensive power, Orlando City, uh, Supporter Shield, MLS Cup. All of a sudden, Montreal comes in here and we get a draw. What were your thoughts on that swag? What did you think should have weave? I mean, beating them. I mean, I think we should have beaten them. Uh, and, you know, there was a lot coming after, you know, four days before we were up in uh, Vancouver. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? I was – it looked like a lot – it looked like typical Orlando City, if you ask me. We only beat these type of teams when we're on the road, apparently, because anytime we're at home and we play a mediocre team, it just feels like we just we just try and perfect this poppy ball and – and it's almost, you know, it's just, it's just not what we need. I don't think it's, uh, I, I, you know, I have a little bit of perspective knowing that we traveled 33,000 miles, 3,500 miles, whatever it was, um, in three days, <clears throat> not easy for sure. But, uh, but I was disappointed, you know, it's, it reminds me a lot of last year where, where we beat this type of team on the road, we get out, we play, we play the way that we played in the last 30 minutes in the first 30 minutes when we do this, when we play these teams on the road, we usually get a goal. And then we play the way that we played the first 60 minutes at home, the last 60 minutes on the road and usually survive one, one zero, uh, or get like a, a, a cheap goal while they're really pushing on the counter and go up two zero. So I wish we would invert it. I wish we would play the way that we played the last 30 minutes, uh, in the first 30 minutes and, and vice versa. But, like I said, a lot of travel, um, and you know, it's it's a long season, you know. But but I can't. I would be lying if I said I wasn't frustrated that it wasn't a a, a crap result. I think we should have lost the game, to be honest with you. Like you said, the only reason that we we got in was because Pedro did did well. I mean, Pedro actually made the saves and players were onside. You know, we only had opportunities when players were offside. They wouldn't. They were never chances. You know, they don't count when you're offside. I don't count toward expected goal or nothing like that. You know, we, we didn't have many chances at all. So uh, I thought I thought we should have lost. I was happy that we got a point at the end of the day. 
I mean, Robin got caught absolutely sleeping uh, in the what, 89th minute. Uh, a couple Yosu, times. 90 second. 90 yeah, second. It, happened, it happened early, too. It's almost the exact yeah. same play. Just, I mean, Pedro, you could see he's like, how big can I make myself? And and uh, and he did. And, you know, we got lucky that Joseph Martinez didn't bury us either because he found himself in the box with nobody within seven yards of him. He All he did was pull back a little bit, and nobody decided to pull back with him. And we're lucky he hit it over the crossbar uh, because that was close too. So, I mean, it very, people are, people were saying, oh, we, we could have won 2-0. I think they could have won 2-0. But easier. It would have been more likely for them to win two zero than for us to win two zero, and a lot of that is an attribute of, of you know, sitting Ojeda, not starting them because you want a bunker and you don't. I don't know why you know you don't want to start out and, and play strong uh, offensively. We want to play strong defensively, and this league has proven time and time again that the winner of the league is an offensive minded team. It's like that every single year. You look past the last three, four, five years. Defensive champions are not becoming MLS Cup champions. It's the, the teams that score the most goals, that are the most dangerous on the attack, that can that can that can you know ex- expose what really is a, a huge uh, uh, you know deficiency in MLS defenses. Teams just don't spend on their defense the way that they spend on their offense. And we we try and be the opposite. You know that's just well, that's just across the whole league. You don't see DP. Uh, uh, defenders, you know, you, you see DP attackers all day, every day. These these guys are we MLS spins on their attackers. You have to score goals to win, and it looks like we want to do it the hard way. And I I don't agree with that because in years past with Oscar, yeah, we needed to do it the hard way. But I think like Cleon said, we got you know with the people that we have, Ojeda, with Faku, with Duncan now, with Muriel coming in. You know, even Angulo brings a whole different side. Of, our our strong point is our attacking. So I'm tired of seeing. You know, I don't want to see. I don't want to. I don't want to repeat a last year early. I want to see attacking mindset. But like I said, three thousand miles. We we got a point. We're obviously focused on Champions League, in my opinion, the Champions Cup right now. Rightfully so. Um, what you said there, Alex. You know, it, it seems like it's a repeat every year. Um, I mean, you just mentioned. You know defense and poppy ball, you know, that's how we started last year. And then, you know, after what was it, four or five games, people wanted his head cut off and wanted him out of here, you know, and then he finally changed. He changed his tactics. He, you know, went more offensive minded and we saw that. And, but why go back to something when last year at the beginning, it didn't work. Um, why are we doing it again? Why don't we go? I mean, we just signed. I know Luis Muriel. We still have Duncan. He didn't go anywhere. Still can be. Why is it all of a sudden, uh, you know, and he switched. If you if you go back to the playoffs last year against Columbus, he was playing poppy ball. He didn't play that yeah. that streak that so. when we were we were, you know, kicking butt and everything. He went back to that defensive minded and I think that's what caused us to lose against Columbus. And then in this was the same kind of way and if you look against Calvary in the first 10 15 minutes probably it was the same thing and then it, it just opened up Martin became more offensive. And the other thing that I that I'm scared of and I'm going to say it now is Ojeda. If he's going to come off that bench and it's a, it's a waste of talent. I'll be honest with you. If he's going to come off that bench in the 50th, 60th, 70th minute um, 
he's going to be gone in the summer because there's other teams that will play him from start to finish. You know, so we need to use I think we need to utilize our players a little bit more. Like you said, guys, both of you, Cleon and Alex, I mean, against Calvary, you know, Martin started. It just it became it was it was a flow. You know, you could see that happening, all the uh, good offensive uh, moves and everything. But in this game against, you know, Montreal, I don't know, man. I just felt like we were back into that. Let's park the bus. Let's do this. And then, yes, okay, Montreal had their all guys back there also. It was more of a defensive-minded. But the offensive power that we have, I, I just felt like we we didn't capitalize. We did not capitalize. And I'm going to put a lot of it on also Facundo. I mean, this guy's a star player. He's our star player. He wants to go to Arsenal. He wants to go to Europe. He needs to do something. And if he's not going to do it, then he's not going to get – the. He's not going to be 30 millions, you know, to sell or whatever. So, I mean, he's our superstar. He's our main guy. Um, I actually spoke to uh, Leo uh, there at the game, and we were talking about this. You know, Facundo, you know, he, to me and to Leo, we were talking about it. It's like if you're a superstar, you take it on your shoulder and you go and give that goal and go get it and everything. And I just don't – I don't see it with Facundo, to be honest with you. Not yet, at least. So, yeah, I, um, I, And on top of it, like, all right, so if these are teams that attack and they score and they're really good, you know, you're going to need your defense to bail you out uh, yeah. every now and again. You know, if you're just full, full push, you're going to need your defense, those five guys in the back, you know, your four, your four defenders and your goalie, you're going to need them to bail you out to get good results every now and again throughout the season. There ain't a single – Back five, back four, and a goalkeeper in the league that is more ready, more capable to bail an offensive-minded team out. We maybe have the best back four in the league. with And, and you had Pedro in there, too. There's no reason. Yeah. To, to, you, you, you need to lean on them. And, you, I don't, and I would argue that you don't have to lean on that. You don't lean on your back four by playing defensively. You lean on them by going – Pedal to the metal, pushing it off, and counting on them when you need them when you need to count on them. You know, don't. Uh, that's just my opinion. Yeah. So uh, that's why I'm sorry, Mike. Give me your thoughts on the game and uh, everything there. So I'm not going. I'm going to go ahead and still reserve a little bit of judgment for right now because of the fact that I, I still think that there's, you know, it, it's a little early yet to to go ahead and go in on things. We're a lot of travel. I think that there's things that got to be improved for me though. The thing that's the most important and it's been mentioned. So this is going to be beating a dead horse a little bit, but I don't care. It's got to be said because it should have been said last year uh, needs to be said again. This year is that Martin Ojeda needs to be on the field. Um, he's currently tied for second in the league in chances created with, with three. And he did that in only 45 minutes. And two of the people that are ahead of him are people that have already played two games. So like, the guy makes chances. That's what he does. And he is good at it. Um, so for me, that guy just needs to be on the damn field. Like, you, I, I, I thought that, you know, Nico Ladero was, was okay. Um, but as far as chance creation goes, uh, in this game in particular, it, it, it was Martin Ojeda who, who did the bulk of it. Um, this game was just kind of, it, it was, it was rough because it's like, we started the game asleep, you know, like it took us 10 minutes to figure out how to play. Um, and you know, Pedro bailed us out four times in that first 10 minutes. Um, 
and uh, then we started to take over the game, but it just came down to the, 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 the chances that were getting created weren't chances that we were able to finish, and that sucked. So I do kind of err on the, the side of, of, of swag here in the fact that, like, yeah, we easily could have lost this game. I'm happy that we didn't. I don't think that we did enough to win it, but at the same time, we did start to pepper them a little bit more late. Uh, so it feels like maybe, you know, this was not one point earned, but two points lost kind of situation, um, which is, again, still a bummer. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's my my big key takeaway is that I, I need I need more Martino Ojeda on the field. Um, I feel like that's just a necessity at this point. Um, it's it it should be should be something that we should be much more on top of and i'm also going to go ahead and quote the quote the radio broadcast here a little bit in the fact that uh uh robin jansen after the game immediately on the radio broadcast stated that he was disappointed um he was disappointed with the game in the fact that um that's not the orlando city that we know that's not what we've been practicing for that's not the kind of performances that we're expecting um so I'm pretty sure all of them know that um, that game overall, that they need to be better. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and give them the benefit of the doubt this week. But if we, you know, are five week five weeks in and we're seeing that a lot more, uh, then, then I'm going to start questioning a little bit more. But for right now, I'm pumping the brakes. All right. Cleon, your thoughts on the game. What do you think? Uh, what are your uh, thoughts there? Well, for me, the main problem, I would say, was that first half. Um, we just – we looked unprepared, honestly. We looked unprepared for that press. Like, it caught us, caught us off guard. And um, especially for the speed of the press, like, we were having trouble. Center backs were having, pro- having trouble, um, you know, controlling the ball and then getting passes out. Um, midfield was as well. Um we were having a lot of trouble with that press. Like, and, and it took us probably the entire half to, to figure it out. Um, it wasn't until about the second half to where we looked more in control. Um, but they really had us out of sorts. Um, so we looked completely unprepared, which I guess it makes a little sense because you don't, you don't have too much uh, to go off of. Uh, they do have a new coach um, from compared to what they had last year. They do have a new coach. Um, you know, a lot of times preseason teams aren't really running their real lineup out there. So, um, I mean, and it was the first match. So, it, it does make sense that it did catch them off guard. Um, so, I, I think just a lot of opportunity was wasted probably in that first half. Um, if we were more prepared for that press in the first half um, and had it under control like we did in the second, I feel like we probably would have scored one and then – you know, we'll probably catch them out from there. Then, you know, one turns into two, things like that. Um, other than that, I would say, you know, it's the same as everybody else is saying. I've been saying this since last year. You got to get, you got to get your most productive guys on the field. Um, Mauricio, uh, you know, he was our 10 and, and, you know, he provides nothing in the attack for the most part um, outside of his passing, which even that was a little lackluster last year. Um, and, uh, Nico, he's a lot like Mauricio, um, to, I mean, shoot, even physically and even just watching him, 
um, on the, on the pitch. It's almost like you think Mauricio's out there. Um, he's definitely an upgrade on Mauricio in the attack, but is it enough of an upgrade in the attack to to um, to leave him in there as a, to leave him in there or, or not necessarily to leave him in there, but to decide to start him over Ojeda, who is your DP. And you're supposed to be building this team around him, building this team around him and Faku. Um, so I, I think that's that's really last year our our we started slow, and a lot of it was waiting on basically personnel, the correct personnel decisions, whether it was, you know what, this rookie, he might be better than our DP starter. Um, we're talking about Duncan and, and Carr, and then um you know Santos, the okay, the new left back. He's probably maybe he should be starting, and and, and um, them trying to figure out what position Dagger Dan was supposed to play, and things like that. And, and it took a lot for all those decisions to get made. Um, but this year, if we're trying to, we have things to win immediately. Um, so those decisions need to get figured out sooner. So uh, while it is, we do need to pump brakes. As far as uh, um, you know, not going overboard as far as after the first match, but at the same time, we—I don't think we can be as patient as we did last year. Um, yes, we did end up we ended up second in supporter shield and things like that. Um, you know, we we might have been first if if you know those decisions were made sooner. Um, this year, I don't think we should. You know, when we lost, we lost Champions League last year. Yes, it was on the technicality on the way goals things like that. We got bounced out of uh, open cup by friggin' Charlotte, which should have never happened. Um, all these things probably would not have happened if, you know, those decisions or, or figuring out personnel was made sooner. Um, so this year, I, I don't want to wait as long or, or give that time as long of a leash um, for those things to be made. So uh, Ojeda, the really, um, Everything looks in order outside of Ojeda and then Muriel figuring out the balance between Muriel and, and Duncan. Um, but that one there, it's I don't think you can go that one. I don't actually think you can go wrong as far as who's going to be out there. So it's not as pressing as as the Mauro and, and I'm sorry, Mar- see, that's what I'm saying. The dude's, it's just like him. Um, uh, Nico and, and Ojeda. Um, the yeah. Ojeda situation needs to get figured out like ASAP. Yeah, and, you know, like you said, Cleon, last year was kind of like the learning process. You know, okay, we gave you the benefit of the doubt, you know, after five, six games, personnel, whatever. You should have learned from your mistakes. Don't do them again the following year, you know. We should come in here thinking, all right, we know what we have. We know what we got. This is what we need, you know. And like Mike said, you know, after five games, if we're back to this again, uh, what do we do? You know, what, what do we do? I mean, yeah. it takes us five, six games to figure this out. And by that time, what's, I mean, Champions Cup's gone, you know, U.S. Open Cup, who knows what's going on with that. So it's, to me, it, it doesn't, you should have already learned from your mistakes from last year. That's my main thing. Like Cleon is kind of saying, you know, you shouldn't be bringing it back to the same thing and figuring out personnel five, six, seven games in. You, this should be done in the preseason. Should be done, ready to go, and rock and roll. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I see you ready. Yeah, right, yeah. I, 
I agree with uh, with everything that you have to say there. The only thing that uh, I, I will say just kind of as like uh, a benefit of the doubt and where I think this club is at. Uh, and I said this on, uh, I did a, a live today with uh, the soccer Brummy over in the UK. So shout out to him, uh, Anthony. I appreciate you having me on and talking about our show. Um, but I feel like the where Orlando City is now is we were an awful team for about five years. Oscar Perea came in here and taught us how to be a team that can win games. And I'm very appreciative for that. I'm thankful for that. Now we need to be a team that can not only win games, but win trophies. And I feel like that's part of the reason why Ladero was brought in, because that's what this team was missing, was leadership that had a championship pedigree within MLS. I think, yeah, he's been, you know, this wasn't his best performance, but he was brought in with a purpose. And that's to take us from being a winning team to being a winning team that's serious about winning trophies. Um, So I I think that we're, like I said, we're on our way. It's going to take some time, but uh, I agree with you guys in the fact that, you know, when we say take some time, it's it's a short leash of take some time. I'm not going to sit here and want to want to be at you know 14 points in 10 games and be eliminated from the the two cup competitions that we're in uh, like we were last year. Please don't let that happen again. Knock on wood. So, and I'll and let me just add two things. The East is going to be a gauntlet again. Blood match day one means just as much as match day 34. The East is going to be nuts. I mean, you got all the same teams that you had last year. You got Miami, who they're going to fix results for. We already seen that. <laughs> you got you got DC, who looks like they dumped Wayne Rooney, who was might have clearly been the problem. You saw what he did when he went over to England, <clears throat> and now you know they 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 started on on a, a great a great first match against New England. The East is going to be a bloodbath, and uh, and I don't want to get behind in the East because you're just it's it's not going to be easy. It, last the people thought it was a blood bloodbath last year. This year it's going to be worse. So just everybody needs sure. to keep that in mind. Uh, maybe the only team that, that might get worse this year in the East is Nashville. You know, I don't feel like Toronto can get much worse. Uh, how much better can they get? Who knows? But, you know, maybe Nashville is the only team that gets worse. Charlotte, you got to think that they're going to get better. Uh, so it'll, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see with the East. And then I'll leave it at this. You know, JJ's talking in five or six games. Here's my worry. Right now, I think our best two players are Duncan McGuire and – Martino Heda. And in five or six games, both those guys could be just starting on the bench. I, yeah. I, that doesn't excite me. You know, I'm, I'm excited to see Luis, you know, Murray all come in and see what he could do. But I don't want to be seeing who I think right now are two best players on the bench in five or six games because we're bringing in this DP9 and we refuse to play this guy who had six goals and 10 assists and like, 1900 minutes last year uh and you know who's one of the most effective players on the on in in mls when it comes to doing you know creating chances like you said mike we're gonna have him on the bench and then duncan mcguire who is the most effective player in mls and outscoring his expected goals you know you're you're, i i don't know that just seems like you know there could be a lot of questions to be asked if we're asking questions right now imagine if that's the case if we're sitting on six points after six games and Duncan McGuire and and uh, Ojeda are coming off the bench. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right there, uh, Swag, on that. So as we go, let's move on. Let's go to stocks up, stocks down. Um, 
I'm going to go with Mike first. Mike, who's your stock up in this game, the last uh, game against Montreal, and who's your stock down? Man, dude, you gave me, like, the biggest softball on the planet by letting me go first. Uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, easy answer is stock up is Ojeda. Um, like, the chance creation – the I mean this the assist that he had against to, to Duncan against Cavalry was that that was a beautiful cross like that was Chef's kiss exactly what you want to see and then the chance creation again uh, against Montreal he was the one who really changed the game and and for that the stock down is inversely going to go to Ladero Ladero got the start and I feel like Ladero didn't really show me what I needed to see out of him um, yeah like he he was fine but you know. Uh, to to what um to what Cleon said is uh, he he played like he, he played like Mauricio there wasn't anything it was cool it was fine but there wasn't anything special about it he didn't do anything that game changed it for us um you know it, it was just simple um so I, I needed to see more out of Ladero and I didn't see it um and I I, I liked what I saw at Ojeda and I want to see more of it so easy enough all right I'm going to go uh, next, and uh, my stock up is actually going to be Dagger Dan. To me, I think he's been playing phenomenal um, from both uh, the Champions Cup, and then he was all over the place against Montreal. I mean, he was he, – you could see he wanted it in that game against Montreal. Um, he was in the middle. He was on the left. He even to the right. He, he was everywhere. And uh, I actually liked what I saw from him. I want to give him so I want to give him some credit as well, just to piggyback on you a little bit. Because remember, guy wasn't a right back when he came here. Yeah, like he's too talented for us to leave him off the field, and he was willing to learn how to become a right back to get on the field. He's excelling at it. He's doing well. He's even starting at right back for the Iceland national team during their friendlies in January. So I agree with that. Shout out to to DDT man. I love that guy. So definitely Dagger Dan. Am I am my stock down? It's Cartagena, Wilder. Um, technically, that should have been a red card, if you ask me. Right. And I think he, That's a decent uh, one. Uh, um, he would have been out. We would have been playing with the man out already in the first. And I just, there's something there that not, I don't see the same Cartagena that I saw, you know, last year. Um, I know it's the first <laughs> game, and that's the second game. But no, I'm just saying. But right now, I don't know. You know he's head... he's, he's kind of like this. That's kind of who he is, though. No, bro. I know. He's kind of but... like that. But the... in big game, his... in big games, in big games, he's he gets a little hype, and he's he's kind of like this, where he just comes out and kind of reckless. But he needs to be smarter. And I mean, you know, in the first half, that would have been a red. We would have been down with the guy already, and. Who knows? We probably would have lost that game. Who knows what would happen? You know. Yeah, so, I think I said. Uh, I think I said on the den after dark. Like if that went to VAR and was they, they gave it a mm-hmm. red card, I, I wouldn't have been able to argue it. Like it would have been right. Like it's it was it was a bad it was a rough tackle. And I mean, he was coming with both feet. <laughs> if we didn't have replacement refs, it probably would have gone to VAR and been a red card. To be honest. So. Yeah. So, Dagger Dan is my stock up. Cartagena, my stock down. Swag. Go ahead. Who's your stock up and stock down? Uh, I have I have two different people. I think we're we're definitely stealing from Cleon. So uh, this my is the first time it's ever happened. <laughs> it's hard to go with a guy who had two goals earlier in the week to give you stock down. But if we're going just off this game, like y'all said, 
big games, I expect Faku just be better, man. I expect him to be the leader. You're we're in what year four now with him. I mean, I I, I want to see him take over games like this that are against inferior opponents at home, packed crowd. I want to see him be the difference maker, not really the farthest thing from it. Uh, so I, I just, it's not that it's not that he was the worst player on the pitch for me. It's just that I have high hopes for him this year. Um, and my hopes are a little bit lower. And that's the definition of stock down, <laughs> you know, in, in my opinion. Uh, and then on this, on the other hand, uh, I'm going to go with uh, David Bracalo for, for, uh, for my stock up because uh, my, my, hopes weren't as high as maybe a lot of other people people's have been uh, on, on, on social media and, and excited for this move. Um, you know, I, he's coming from the Nor- Norwegian league and a lot of people like that, but it's just not a bona fide league. And, and I was worried. I know he's a center back of the defender of the year, but I wasn't, you know, I was, um, I was worried that we weren't going to fill that gap, but he looked tremendous to me, especially for it being his first match. I like how he can get forward uh, he made himself known that he's going to get forward. It's not just going to be a one-game thing, I don't think. Um, and I like how he handled the the the, the ball, and, and he only made a couple mistakes, in my opinion. And and uh, and like I said, I don't think about Faku, where he, I don't think he was the worst player on the pitch. I don't think Brekolo was, was the best player on the pitch, but I think he exceeded my expectations the most uh, out of anybody. Because even with Pedro, he did what I expected him to do. You know, when Pedro doesn't do that, I, I, I get, I get sad. So, but you know, he did what I expected to do. So otherwise my stock up would definitely be Pedro for sure. All right, Cleon, your stock up, your stock down. Who do you have? Is it somebody different? Well, I got the, I got it... the short end of the stick going last year and you, uh, y'all literally took my top six, <laughs> my top six <laughs> options. So, at this point, I have to pick up the scraps and take what's left. Um, hey, man, this isn't a stock draft. Down. You, can, you can add some um, more stuff. You know, it's not a draft. Stock, I, I'm, since it's since it's the first since it's the first uh, the the first show for the new season, I'm gonna try to say a different guy. Um, at this point, I have to go to option number seven. Um, I'm gonna go stock down. I'm actually gonna go Angulo. Um. Because this is probably the first time, and Gulo's had you know Gulo's had up and down games to where he's you know where it comes to his finishing and things like that, but this was the first time that I can remember where I did not see his speed impact the opposing team at all, and I don't know if it had to do with he was matched up with who won, and that's probably the only other player that's close to him in speed. Um, so I don't know if that was the cause of it, but this was probably the first time I've, I've seen Angulo's speed n- not play a factor at all in any type of way. Um, usually I've seen him to where he's still getting behind people, but he's, you know, he's just blowing the, the blowing the pass or, or the shot in the final third. Um, but this was just the first time where I just, it was just a non-factor, um, completely. Um, Stock up. Ooh. It's not really anything left. Um, I'm gonna go Pedro, I guess. He had a he had a you know, um, he's a year older. Um, he's a year older, but he, he was still he was still the same guy back there. Um he was still the same guy back there. So at this point, I, I just gotta go with gotta go with Pedro. 
That's interesting what you say about Angulo. I think the only way he had his speed effective was on defense. He had a couple of good, you know, track backs and surprises. Oh, yeah, defensively, yes, defensively he was there. Defensively he was there. He caught them. He chased guys down and took the ball a bunch of times. But in attack, he normally – you normally always see him giving the opposing team fit as far as his speed and chasing things down and getting in behind people. But this match – you just did not see his speed play a factor. And I don't know if that had to do with Juan. They were matched up on each other because Juan was on the right and, you know, he was playing left. So I, I don't know if it just happened to be the one time they had a guy who could pretty much keep up with him. I don't know if that was the, the case or what, but it was just the first time I've seen his speed not play a factor at all. Yeah, and another thing is, uh, so you got Juan who's coming in back to town, you know, uh, Montreal playing his old team, you know, there's, there's plenty of, uh, he wants to show off that he's, you know, better than what he was here because they let him kind of go, you know, traded him, you know, and then you had Joseph Martinez. So when people said, you know, oh, this should be easy. It's Montreal. I always said, no, Montreal is actually probably going to give us some trouble. There's, you know, players, a player that came back, wants to come back, show off to his old team. And then you got Joseph Martinez, you know, who, Loves Orlando, loves the fans, basically. So, um, but good job, guys. I mean, I think definitely, um, Alex, you you hit it on the spot with Facundo, and I, I'm saying the same thing. You know, it's like, hey, you're four. Come on, man, you, you gotta. And now let me ask you guys this: <clears throat> Is it because you know we don't have a presence in that locker room? that could help these younger guys. I mean, we got Nico now. We did have Dani, but last year, who was it? Mauricio? Mauricio doesn't have that. He never won something big. Does that make sense? To 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 get these guys, you know, Nani, European champion, uh, Champions League, Nico, MLS, how many times, you know, with Seattle? Was there a, is there a presence in the locker room that is missing to to help these guys? You know, to 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 tell them to focus, or you know, I don't know. Uh, you guys have any thoughts on that, or or is this just me thinking outside the box? Well, like Mike said, they, they, that's what they brought in Ladero for. Ladero the reason they brought him in. But I mean, they brought in Nani last time, and then you saw what that happened with that. You know, he starts trying to mentor guys, and it it wasn't very. You know, he left because you know some people weren't happy because of that. So. Um, so who knows? All right, let's, uh, preview the, uh, the games that are coming up, uh, this week. Uh, the first one is the champions cup, uh, the second leg right here at home at six o'clock, uh, Tuesday, uh, which is today because we'll have this posting out today. Um, six o'clock today, early, early game. So make sure you get there. It's a six o'clock game and that's because of CONCACAF because, you know, the way that they have the time zones and all that stuff. So six o'clock game, we are, it's on Fox sports two, And uh, where you have three goals in hand up three, nothing. So basically uh, it's going to be very difficult. I mean, and if they do it, Hey, good for them. Calvary comes and beats us for nothing or four to or five to one. Hey, good job for them. Uh, I'll give a little bit. Hey, happen. This is a wrap. But, uh, I agree. A wrap. It, it, it's a wrap. But I've seen crazier things happen. This is a wrap. So, rap. so um, your thoughts <laughs> on this game, guys? 
today uh, here in Orlando, Calvary FC. Um, Clean, I guess you're saying it's a wrap, right? And over here, it's Alex, over. Alex over. is going with the it's W. Yeah, I don't think type rap. So we might as well just say, hey, we're waiting on Tigres. Come on, guys. Write it down, I mean, write it down, take a picture. Mike. <laughs> it don't matter. It's I mean, I I ain't gonna sit here and uh say that, you know, not to like not to take it too completely not seriously or anything like that, but at the same time, like we are rotating this lineup, baby. Like we are gonna see. Shaq Muhammad play. We're gonna see, you know, we're, we Thomas Williams might get a start. Mikey, Mikey Halliday. What about Mikey Halliday? Oh, Mikey Halliday should start. Why not? He'll be waving. Hey, I'm open over here. Pass me the ball. <laughs> I think Mason might start. To be honest, Mason Mason probably Mason. does start. You know, uh, because again, the the you know this game, I don't think if we go with a rotated lineup that they're going to be able to score three on us. Um, and if we go with a rotated lineup, I think that we could still score on them. So, you know, um, I'm just I'm not overly concerned by this one. Um, so we are look. I feel like we are going to be looking forward a little bit to Tigres, um, but like hopefully not too much, just because we don't want to we don't want to flub it up that bad, you know. So let me ask you guys a question: If you get to today, come out the lineup comes out today and says, "Hey, Galese and goal." You know, Janssen, just saying that he puts his main guys in there. What would you get? What do you guys think of that? I mean, having Miami on Saturday. If he does that, I'm not going to hate on it entirely because of the fact that at least this game is on Tuesday and the Miami game is on Saturday. So there's at least a little bit more of a gap. But. I'd rather us go ahead and give some of those guys a little bit more rest, but at the same time, it does show commitment to, to winning and uh, you know, essentially just putting our foot down on them and not giving them a chance. Uh, and so I, I do have a respect for that, even though I think that that's not really what we should be doing in this situation. I don't want to do a full 11. Uh, the only way we can lose is if we rotate all 11, in my opinion. If they're what is in the Avengers, I saw nine million seven hundred eighty-seven thousand, and only one one result worked in our favor. Calvary saying that, and the only one involves us. Th- that's the all one. Eleven of our. That's players. the one. So, we got five subs to use. Play four normal starters. I think uh, you play, and then if at halftime it looks good, you you pull them. You know what I mean? So I think Ojeda plays or Angulo definitely plays. Um, I think uh, what Mike. I'm going to add, uh, we got the notification right before we started recording that uh, uh, Luis Muriel has gotten his visa yeah. and is available for selection. Um, so I, I, Poppy said in a, in a pregame interview that if he's going to be available, he wants to get him minutes. I am not mad at that at all, getting him in there, yeah. getting him uh, some actual competition. No, definitely. So. I think Jacqueline starts. Muriel probably comes in. Um, I think Angulo probably starts or or, or, uh, or uh Enrique. One of those two. One of those two will start. Enrique may start to maybe at the wing, but I, I just I want to see. I don't want to see you know, Jacqueline, Shaq, Mohammed, Kochevsky. Okay, Thomas maybe Boyd, went a little Mikey bit too hard. All right, all right. Uh, Loyola. I want to see a full eleven. All, you know, all those guys. Rotation. I, I went a little too hard, hard, guys. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> you, Listen, you're doing, all, you're doing all that. You get you get on that one shot to actually pull it off. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> Mike, real quickly, what's your prediction on the score for today? 
Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, I'll give it two two nothing Orlando. I just I just don't see them scoring realistically. Even if we do with uh, do a rotated defense, which I'm assuming is going to be Rodrigo Schlegel because he was off for the weekend. Uh, maybe Bracalo gets some more minutes and Janssen gets the day off. If we're starting Bracalo and Schlegel, I still don't think they're really going to get through. And, and Mason, I think, is actually one of the better backup goalkeepers in the league. So, uh, and he's got a cannon for an arm, but that's just a, a off offshoot of that. So, yeah, I, I think I think we could still win this two nothing. So two nothing, Alex. What about you? I'll say one one. One ooh, one one tie. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's going to be heavy and boring. Heavy, it's going to be super boring <laughs> and a heavy rotation. Yeah, Clear. I think. Uh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely, we're taking all the autumn, autumn, like non-player people in. Absolutely not. I'm talking about like our immediate backups, like Mason, sure, Rodrigo, sure. Uh, I would still start one of either Wilder or or Cesar. Probably Wilder since he only played like half a game last game. Um. Wilder, I would I would start him. Sit Cesar. Um I would start one of Bercalo or Janssen. Um Jacqueline, I'm not starting him, no way. Um it's I mean you, you at this point you have you have three guys ahead of him. Why go all the way to the fourth? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna use all three at Miami. So I mean yeah, so I'm starting either I'm starting whichever one of, of uh Muriel and um Muriel or 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 um Duncan Enrique, whichever one I'm not planning on starting <laughs> Miami, yeah. Um, Ojeda or Faku, one of them sitting for sure. I think I would, I think I would sit whichever one I'm not going to start. And as far as Ojeda and uh and and Nico go, whichever one I'm not going to be starting versus Miami, that's the one I'm starting here. So what, and um, what's your final said, prediction? If they go to line up like that, I would say we win. I say we win one nothing. Poppy special. If if we go there, if we go dumb and starting all these kids, then whew, um <laughs> we'll lose one nothing or it'll be one one. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm go playing the kids, bro. Ain't no way. I'm gonna <laughs> go no with way. the upset special. I'm going Calvary two, Orlando City one. Yep, two to one. Calvary will beat Orlando, and but Orlando still advances. I, I, I can see I, it. Two one. So there you go. Let's go down to talk about uh, Inter Fort Lauderdale, the toxic waste capital of the world. Uh, let's talk about them. Um, Derby coming up Saturday, four thirty p.m. Down there in uh, the garbage toxic um, stadium, Messi, dollar sign Messi that is, um, and then they got the uh, Circus Di Soleil. Are they sponsored by Circus Di Soleil? Because Busquetes, I mean, that guy knows how to twirl around and fall without getting touched, man, with by the invisible person. But we go down there, guys. This is a big game for us. Taylor Twelman, you know, last week in the uh, when he was doing the Real Salt Lake game, he says that Orlando City is the only one that knows the recipe how to mess with Inter Miami's head and Messi's head and that whole team. 
because we're physical. I think we are. And I think if we start getting in their heads and we don't take any uh, BS and we in there, we, we'll get in their heads big time. Swag, your thoughts on the game and uh, what's your prediction on that? My prediction is MLS is going to stage any result they can, especially with these replacement refs, because they got an easy scapegoat. So I ain't putting nothing in it. We're going to lose. That's it. I'm not going to get my hopes up. Why am I going to get my hopes up? They got a scapegoat. They got the they got the replacement refs. They can blame it on them. No problem. I don't know. Two one. Enter Miami. And I mean, I, I I think it's a joke. I think the whole thing's a joke. I, it, it really it really frustrates me. Uh, you know, it's clear as day. All you have to do is watch this this game that they played with the DJ that was referenced. The game. Uh, if you haven't seen that, that's like literally a true story. They say musical composer. Yeah. So I just, <laughs> I, for me, until I could, until I'm proven otherwise, I just, I, I, I mean, I can't, I can't see uh, many results going against Inter Miami, no matter who's playing. So they don't have to play a midweek game. They got a bye week because, oh yeah, they got staged the Leagues Cup last year, uh, so they got to buy. They got to buy. Uh, free round pass round uh, in the, the Champions Cup. Uh, so they don't have to play this week. And, you know, as much as I want to say that I think we can win or get a result down there with what, how we played this past weekend, us having a midweek game and the refs just being trash. And, you know, these guys literally just got called up from from the the 2 p.m. club session you know, at the at the YMCA doing DJ work. So obviously they're going to be star studded repping the game with Messi and Busquets and Jordi Alba and all these guys. So you know, I I'd rather beat them when it counts. All right, good. Not uh, that I don't want to beat them here, but I just yeah. I think no, you got a good point. I think, I think we're a better point. team. I think we're a better team, but you know, the you Galaxy were a better point. team. Man. Even though they got holes in the back there, like you know, Dunkin' Donuts, Donuts. Who's guys pulls a guy down by his shoulder, three feet behind him in the box, and doesn't even get a yellow card. And then he gets tackled, doesn't even get a touch, and the guy gets a second yellow card. You know, I, I just, you know, I'm done with the whole Inter Miami thing. I think a lot of us are. It's just I can't. Oh, wait everybody is to be out of the league. I hope that I, part of me hopes they suck so bad this year. Just so he leaves, because there's no way he stays in another year if they're terrible. Cleon, your thoughts on the Miami game this weekend? You have no thoughts? Or are you thinking? 3-3. Three, 3-3? Three. Three, three? Shoot out. 3-3, three, shoot, three, shoot three, out. Three. Wow. So three, you three, another, shoot out. A tie, huh? Yes, Muriel opens the account. Yeah. Yeah, we, we should have won. We should win, but they're gonna give. We're gonna uh, blow that phantom whistle on on uh, Wilder. Actually, it's Wilder. It's probably not really gonna be phantom, but um, they're gonna blow it on Wilder <laughs> <coughs> to give to give Messi his uh, his uh, his patented. Peak. Give PK. Messi his patented. Uh, here you go. You're about to lose. So here's this phantom phantom free kick from dead center, top of the box type of deal. So. You know, they'll end up tying up. We'll be up 3-2. They'll give them the, the refs to hand them the game and at the end, 3-3. Three, three. Hmm. Mike, what's yours? So, you know, uh, there, there, there's a 
the fa- famous wrestler who I, I think about in this time, uh, who was the son of a plumber. And he used to talk about how we all got put on hard times, baby. And we are on some hard times right now with these replacement referees. And I'm going to tell you right now that we ain't, we're going to live through these hard times. We're going to thrive through these hard times. We're going to be successful through these hard times. In the name of Dusty Rhodes, give me a hell yeah. We're winning two to one down there in Miami. I ain't listening to Alex saying we're going to lose. I ain't listening to Cleon saying we're getting a tie. We're getting a goddamn win uh, because the spirit of Dusty Rhodes is coming from me right now. And that's how it's going to be. Wait, hold up. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Was I got a mission. I, I didn't realize the game was. It, I don't know why, because it says it right here on the screen. It says into Fort Lauderdale away. I don't know why. I thought we was playing at home when I said 3 3. So, we're playing, we're playing, so now. We're playing in Trashville? Yeah. And yeah. I just said the toxic capital of the world. <laughs> Do you not well, pay attention? You know what? You said all that. Now I, I don't understand what was going on. <laughs> Yeah, that that change that changes my outcome. So, what's your outcome now? That changes my outcome a little bit. What is it? Isn't is in Trashville? So, it's in Trashville. So, uh, you know, it's time for them to scatter like cockroaches again, and and yeah, they they going down. <laughs> they going down in Fort Lauderdale, Trashville, USA. They're gonna scatter like cockroaches. They leaving early once again. It's a wrap. Lock. Bet the house on it. Somebody DJing right now? Who's DJing? <laughs> Are you thinking the referee's going to come and help? Guy had the man uh, bun and everything. I know, the man <laughs> bun. Oh, well, we had we had a line. Uh, the line ref uh, on uh, Saturday also had a man bun also. And uh, But, hey, the replacement refs are right. My thoughts, I think we'll go down there after we lose uh, tomorrow with the, the replacement <laughs> players. Um, we'll have the replacement players playing for Orlando City. Bro, you do not believe we're gonna lose to Calgary, bro. Calvary, I'm sorry. Calvary, two to one. Yes, we will lose two to one. And then we we you know you don't believe that. You 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 don't believe that. You got you got all this momentum. People are already starting to talk bad about Poppy. You got all this. We go down to Miami and we beat them. We beat them two to one. Two to one, Orlando City goes down to Toxville, and uh, we beat them. Yep, that's uh, what my prediction is. All right, well, I'll see you guys on the den after dark when the refs, <laughs> the refs do it without any lube. This is full blown alien probe. Uh, and I'll be I'll be on the den after dark, and instead of doing a, a, a Dusty Rhodes promo, I'm going to drop a Macho Man promo on you. And just oh, yeah. you like, the cream rises to the top. It'll be like the the den after dinner because it'll be like seven seven thirty or something <laughs> like that. The the den after early bird special. Early yeah. bird special. <laughs> All right, guys, it's shout out time. Yes, it's that time. Uh, shout outs. Who wants to go first? I'll go, Mike. Uh, Mike, I want you to go first. Yeah, You've I'll go ahead and go. go. <laughs> I'll go ahead and go first. First off, I said it earlier. Shout out to uh, again the soccer brummy for having us on, uh, and also shout out to uh, the battered herons. They're going to have a writer on on Thursday. Uh, we'll make sure to send that link out. That's a Inner Miami podcast. Um, so you know, shout out to them. Whatever, give them. Uh, you know, for for us uh, working together with them, we'll go ahead and give them a shout out, uh, even though they're from Fort Lauderdale. 
uh, Pompano Beach, wherever they're at. But uh, uh, I really want to go ahead and give a shout out to the league uh, for for just dragging their feet on this whole ref situation because it's going to become a player safety issue. It's going to become a big issue, like an issue when it comes to these calls. Corey Rockwell, who's a former, uh, I think he's a former, I don't think he is anymore. He was an assistant referee. He made a tweet over the weekend saying that on average with the pro referees, there was four VAR reviews per weekend. In this current setup, there was 12 VAR reviews this weekend going into Sunday. Like, it clearly shows to me these referees are out of their depth. Um, so MLS, part of my – get your crap together. Like, get the real referees back in here. Uh, I can't be sitting here saying that I'm actually – like shocked to be advocating for the likes of of Ted uncle and Alan Chapman. But like now that I see what's on the other side, the grass ain't always greener. Um, I'd much rather have those people in here. So my shout outs to the MLS, Uh, get your crap together, man. Um, I I can't be, can't be dealing with these replacement refs for much longer. Um, Especially if they're going to be on the, uh, the side of whatever the hell that was in Los Angeles. Um, that dude, that tackle that got Mark Delgado a second second yellow on Busquets, and the fact that Busquets also wasn't sent off himself, still furious about it. Makes no sense to me. Yeah, I never thought in a million years I'd be begging for Ted Uncle to get a raise, but here we are. There you go. I don't. I don't think it's even Ted Uncle that they want to raise for. It's for like the ARs and the VARs and stuff like that. Like I don't know. Give them the raise. Like that's the bottom line. To some games, that's all. Like that's what they want. I mean, give players them the first that too, so I don't give a crap. I right, mean, swag, to tell me they can't out. have business class. Come on. Um, <laughs> oh, my shout out! I I will. Uh, I'm going to shout out Sasha Question. Uh, so he's he just started a new segment called uh, Stock Up and Stock Down. He's writing every week about it. So shout out Sasha, and then also shout out the Windjammer Cafe. If you ever been on Royal Caribbean boat, I, I'm usually a carnival guy. I don't do Royal. Uh, but uh, they changed my opinion, and they honestly had the best food I've ever seen. I've cruised a lot in a lot of different cruise lines, and they had the best food I've ever seen on a buffet or a cruise line in general. So if, if you like food, cruise and, and food, hit up hit up uh, the nice boats on the Caribbean. And if you got kids, man, I, I, Enzo had a great time. Enzo had a blast. They, they had a whole little uh, splash pad area with, with a little tiny water slide, and they had a whole little playground. And, of course, he got sick because there's like 900 other kids nasty kids and stuff but but you know it was worth it he had he had the time of his life so don't be afraid to cruise with the under two-year-old because uh especially if you're going royal it was worth it so shout out to royal caribbean uh i'll go uh, next and i'll leave Pleon for the last because he likes going last on shout outs um shout out to eddie the commission's daughter man great job lily on your state um for thespian uh if you guys don't know what thespian is that's a national honor society for the drama club for uh middle school and high school um great job there um lily uh you did a great job i heard perfect your song score. and everything perfect score superior uh superior star, across man. the board so i'm also a thespian dad so i know how good that is it I, Eddie feels great the video the first time and i was like my jaw was on the ground i was like yeah like she was awesome star man yeah, she yeah. did awesome. I, no, and I, I credit I, I, as someone who lived that too because I was a I was a thespian in high school, so like I know how how that stuff goes. It's super awesome. Yeah. Like hearing that yep. that stuff makes me makes me so happy for them. 
Yep. So awesome job. Great job at States. And I go next week for my States, for my daughter, uh, for the high school version of it. So is that still uh, out in Tampa? Yep. At the convention center. Yep. yep. So, okay. So they haven't changed anything. then. They haven't changed anything. <laughs> it's there still. It's the You know, what's funny is the state thespian is bigger than national thespian. Florida state thespian festival is bigger than the national one because there's so yeah. many thespians in Florida. Florida so, is massive, dude. It's insane. Yeah. Yep. So that's where all the Broadway and all the actors come from and screenwriters and everything. So there you go. So, Congratulations, Lily. Great job. Cleon, you're the last one. Who's your shout out to? Yeah, my shout out. My shout out is, is, is for our earlier episode, our earlier uh uh segment where I left I left a I left a, a, a stock down off the list. And uh everyone is expecting this ex- expecting Mr. Yankoff to rise to the occasion. But uh, he just he just he just wasn't up for, he just wasn't up for it. He just was not up for it, and he, he was not and he was not up for the moment. And the, and the, the bright lights got to him, and 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 uh, Yankoff did not Yankoff just did not deliver. And uh, you know, every everyone was there, everyone was there to see him put on a show, and 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 you know, and and he just did not deliver. He 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 could not rise to the occasion, and and uh, got stage fright. You know what I mean? Um, everybody's expecting him to pull a double, maybe even a triple, you know, put in a, 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 a solid, solid 45 minute shift or so, you know, but you know, it turns out he was, he was done after what first, first minute or two, first minute or two, he was done, bro. It's like, it's like, why even show up, bro? Um, everyone's here to see you, see you shine. And, and, you know, so, uh, I, w- I would say next time, take your Wheaties, take your vitamins. Like Mr. Hogan says, take your Wheaties, take your vitamins. Maybe, you know, take a little blue, and um, you know, next time, next time, maybe, next time when when people expect to show up for the show, you know, you be ready for it, and, and you know, you stand up and and you be there and you be strong, you be solid, and you stay there for for a good 45, 45 minutes, sixty minutes, maybe even go to full ninety. You know, it's not over for you, Mister Yankoff. It's not over for you. Like JJ, they got uh, a bunch JJ of pills. Right there. there you go. They got you those know. pills at the gas station that'll help you out. It's yeah. not a sprint; it's a marathon. Not a sprint; it's a marathon. <laughs> there you so. go. Eddie is wow. going to be so proud of the final. Uh, yes, you are. <laughs> Eddie's going to go from JJ shout out to Cleon shout out, and I wish I, I could be there to see the smile on his face because when he's done So. Uh, <laughs> This became a WWE. We had references of Hulk Hogan, Dusty Rhodes, you know. So, and then, uh, what, Macho Man Randy Savage. And now it's time for me to say, you know, let's finish the story like Cody Rhodes wants to do. So, all righty, guys. Like Cody Rhodes will do. Will do, hopefully, (laughs) and to, to The Rock and to Roman Reigns. So, finishing up, guys, thank you. It's been great again, as always. Till next week for our Orlando Lion Den for writer Eddie, Swag, Mike, Cleon, and myself. Thank you, everybody. Vamos, Orlando. Let's beat Calvary. Let's beat my, the inter-toxic Lauderdale team down south. Let's go, guys. Vamos, Orlando. 
Thanks for joining us this week on the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Don't forget to follow us at Orlando Lions Den on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week in the Den. Oh, my God.